Welcome to Prayer in the Word. This is episode 20, exciting landmark to get 20 episodes into the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us and listening. Uh, my name is Matthew Bryant. I'm grateful to have you listening in today as we continue in our series, Praying Through Philippians. The series is all about letting God's Word not only give us words where we lack the words sometimes, it's just a, where do I begin, how do I start praying, uh, but God's Word not only gives us words to pray, but it also informs the priority of our prayers. And I'm excited about this passage, Philippians chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. It's going to be great. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome back to Praying Through Philippians. We're going to be looking at Philippians 3, 1 through 11. Now as we dig through this text, we're going to look here at, at verse 1 in chapter 3. Exciting to start chapter 3. This is a rich text. Uh, really excellent resources for us in regards to not only giving us words to inform our prayer, but but how God's word shapes the priorities of our prayers. We see Paul's priority here to instruct the church to Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. And to uh, to write the same thing, uh, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. So, you know, sometimes we think, you know, I would just translate this principle over into our prayer. Sometimes, you know, this whole series has really been built on this whole idea of allowing the words of Scripture to inform our prayer life and shape the priorities of our prayer. I've been saying the same thing over and over again, and and I have no problem saying these same things to you. It's no trouble to me, and I think it's safe for you because if you've like me, you spend a lot of time in your prayer life wondering how in the world do I even start, or 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 where do I go, or sometimes my prayer life is only about the long list of be with and bless and be with and bless, and it's been about my circumstances or my needs and the prayer life. Uh, really just centers around um, the things that I see in front of me or my circumstances at the time. And if things are going really well, I'm not really praying. But if things are, um, uh, you know, in a crisis or in a moment of crisis, I go to the Lord in prayer. Um, but but uh, God's desire is we pray at all times, pray without ceasing. Um, and uh, in Philippians, it says, it says later in uh, verses uh, chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, that, that we are to take everything to the Lord with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, and make our requests known to God. And so we're to continually pray, and if we're going to obey Scripture, we're to pray and bring everything to the Lord, whether that's in good seasons or in bad. And so uh, Corey Ten Boone says, don't let uh, prayer be just simply your your spare tire, right? She asks the question, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? And if I'll be honest, most of my prayer life, um, you know, prior to probably, um, I would say maybe somewhere in 2008, 2009, that's where I took a class from Daniel Henderson, um, where I learned this whole principle of worship brace base scripture fed spirit led prayer and so that's why i have no problem saying the same thing to you over and over again to hey go to the word as a resource for you not only to give you words where you lack words but to shape the priorities and shape the motives of your prayer what are you praying for i would encourage you to say rejoice in the lord in your prayer let's rejoice in the lord together in our prayer and look out be discerning in your prayer look out for dogs look out for those evil doers and look out for those who mutilate the flesh um, for we are the circumcision says verse three who worship by the spirit we so we worship god by the spirit if we're going to worship god in prayer we need to pray by the spirit 
of God and in the glory and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. So in your prayer life, would, are, you, are you praying by the Spirit for the glory in Christ Jesus? And, and then in your prayer life, are you putting confidence in the flesh? You know, um, things to consider. Verse 4, though I myself, Paul says, have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. What does he mean by that? Well, he lists off this big pedigree of things that he has that would make him uh, be a religious elite um, in his time. He was circumcised on the eighth eighth day, so he followed the law of Moses in that. He was of the people of Israel, and he's of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and as to the law of Pharisee. Now, for those of you who don't know who Pharisees are, Pharisees were a group of people who uh, followed the law to the nth degree and would sometimes even actually add to the law to keep them and add layers between them and breaking certain laws. And so um, they were very zealous for obeying the law of Moses. As to zeal, verse 6 says, a persecutor of the church. Paul said, I was so zealous for the law, I became a persecutor of the church. And as to righteousness, um, under the law, he says, I was blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for what? For the sake of Christ. For the sake of Christ. Indeed, verse 8 says, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And for his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith that I may know him, verse 10 says, and the power of his resurrection, and that I may share in his sufferings and become like him in his death. Last few verses. Verse 11 says this, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. So he presses on because of what Christ has already done in him. Christ has already made me his own. So how do, uh, does this passage, Philippians 3, 1 through 11, mark our prayer life? How does this shape our prayer life? Well, I would say one is is seek joy in the Lord in prayer. Rejoice in the Lord. Uh, seek to be reliant on the Spirit in prayer. Depend on Him. And, and what? And as it says in verses 3 through 6, Paul said he could have had confidence in the flesh, but he, of all people, could have had confidence in the flesh. He says, I have no confidence in the flesh. And so don't run to prayer as another means for taking confidence in the flesh. If you're motivated to pray because you think that's going to gain you some sort of confidence in in the flesh, like, well, uh, I pray, you know, three times a day. I do this. And, you know, so that's not the motive. It's not keeping a scorecard of the religious duties that I'm doing 
to gain favor with God. That's having confidence in the flesh. And so don't unintentionally have prayer become a means for for having some sort of confidence in the flesh. No, have your confidence only be in Christ and what he has already done for you. That's why we pray, to seek him by the Spirit, to rejoice in the Lord, seeking things for Christ. So the things you seek in prayer, are they seeking things for the sake of Christ? Or is your prayer marked by treasuring the surpassing worth of knowing Christ? As verse 8 says, that Paul, Paul says he's sur- the surpassing worth of knowing Christ. Rightly valuing Christ above all things. Counts everything as rubbish compared to the knowing Christ. Is your prayer marked by dependence on the righteousness from God that comes in Christ and through faith? So it says in verse 9. Our prayers should be marked by seeking to know Christ, knowing Christ in the power of his resurrection and a willingness to share in his sufferings. Uh, the, you know, the Lord's Prayer, it ends with that, that, uh, the, the charge of, Lord, lead us not to temptation and deliver us from evil. We are in a fight. We need to be ready to share in his sufferings as a faithful servant and soldier in the faith just like Epaphras was, as Paul described in in chapter 2, that Epaphras was a faithful brother, servant, and soldier, and your messenger for my sake. I desire to become like him in prayer, even to the point of death. So, so do, you, do you seek to become more like Jesus in prayer? Not only did, do we pray because Jesus set aside time and prayed, um, all through the Gospels you see Jesus went away to a desolate place. He went away to get by himself to, to seek the Lord to commune with the Father in prayer. We become like Him. It's where we get power by the Spirit to obey, face temptation. Is our prayers marked by perseverance in the faith, a, a pressing on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has already made me His own. So let's take some time and let's allow these priorities here to shape some time in prayer. Let's seek the Lord together. Uh, God, just come before you, God, and I want to rejoice in you and what you have already done for us in Christ Jesus. God, you've already, those who have put their faith and trust in you and what you've done on the cross, that you came according to the scriptures and then you died on the cross for sinners. And that on the third day you rose from the grave in accordance with the scriptures, God, because of what you've already done to make us your own in Christ, God, we rejoice in you. So, Lord, give us joy in you. Lord, We need your help by the power of the Spirit in us, God. We need your help to face temptation, God, to walk in holiness, God, uh, to forgive our neighbor, God, to love our family, to lay down our life for our our, 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 our wives, for the husbands that are listening, God, for the, uh, uh, to, to, to love them like you've loved the church and to lay our lives down for them, Lord, for the wives, for them to submit in mutual love and respect to their husbands, God, the way the church is called to submit. God, we need your help. We can't do that apart from the Spirit. In the flesh, God, will seek our own ways, we'll be selfish, we'll seek everything for our own gain. God, we need your help. And so right now in our prayer, God, we put no confidence in the flesh. God, our prayer right now is a declaration of dependence on you. Our flesh is weak and it will fail. But as the psalmist prayed, God, you're the strength of our heart and our portion forever. God, we want to spend some time right now, God, just treasure you. The surpassing worth of knowing you. What a joy it is, God, to know you in Christ Jesus. Thank you, God, for your book. 
that you've given us, God, your word that tells us of all that you've done for us, God, tells us of our ruin and sin and all the wonders that you've done for us, God, how you've redeemed us by the blood of your son, Jesus, his sacrificial death on the cross for our place, Lord, the sin that we committed was resting on him. The punishment we deserved, he bore it in his back, and his wombs. And Lord, it's through those wombs and, and through his death on the cross that we're healed. So God, thank you. What a treasure it is to know you in Christ Jesus. And so God, help us to rightly value Christ, your son, above all things, God. All the things of this world, Lord, may we count them as rubbish. May we count them as nothing for the sake of knowing you. And Lord, so we depend on you. We depend on the righteousness that comes not from our own works, not from our own praying or Bible reading or our church attendance or good deeds. Lord, we depend on the righteousness, God, that comes only from you in Christ through faith. And so, God, as we seek you in prayer, God, help us to know you. May we know the power of your resurrection. God, would you give us a greater willingness to suffer for your sake, God, Lord, to suffer and share in your sufferings, Lord, to share in the sufferings of Christ. God, to uh, give us a desire to become like your son, Jesus, even to the point of death. God, may we persevere in the faith and press on to make it our own, Lord, because you've already made us your own in Christ Jesus. We pray this all in his name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today on Prayer in the Word. If you liked the podcast, go ahead and take a minute and please give us an honest review on uh, whatever your favorite podcast listening service is. Also, take some time, maybe share it on uh, social media so that you can get the word out. Share it with others. Greatly appreciate it. Hey, if you have time and you want to go over and check out my author blog, go to MatthewCBryan.com. Would love to hear from you there. You can reach me through the contact form there. Would love to uh, talk with you and hear from you. Um, You can also find more information about my book, How to Pray, 15 Days to a More Biblical, Joyful, and Consistent Prayer Life. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great day.